Hey everyone, and welcome back to the newest edition of the Swoop Radio Station here. It's your boy, Josh Sanchez. Welcome again to a new edition. It's been a little bit since Swoop Radio has done a podcast. I have been in Miami over the course of last weekend. I was at Rolling Loud, so if my voice sounds a little bit faded, it's because of a long uh, weekend. Uh, I got to see Travis Scott and all of them. It was truly amazing, and it was a great experience. Um, there was a lot of shootings or a lot of false shootings, just just shootings in general down in Miami. So I don't know if I'll be coming back there. I don't know. We'll see. But um, yeah. So let's get started because obviously we all know uh, in the NBA we had a couple of game sevens on Sunday. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers defeated defeated the Denver Nuggets and the Toronto Raptors defeated the 76ers. Both were hard fought grinded out games from all, all the teams played well. Denver and Philly, even though they lost the games, they they played very well. Um and they made they made the team that won the game earn that victory. Uh CJ McCollum had 37 points for the Trailblazers. He was truly sensational. Lillard only had 13 points and just could not buy a shot all game. Denver did a really good job on Lillard in game seven, but McCollum with the game on the line he stepped up and made a, a made big shot after big shot after big shot, and that's why the Trailblazers are making their first ever conference finals since the 2000 se- uh, season. So big shout out to the Portland Trailblazers for getting finally getting over the hump and getting into a conference finals. You have Damian Lillard, you have C.J. McCollum versus Clay Thompson and Stephen Curry. You have two the top two, in my opinion, the top two best backcourts going at it stride for stride in this conference final, and it should be a good one. Um, I, I think the Rockets really disappointed me. They lost in six games, losing at home without Kevin Durant and losing game five without Kevin Durant. It's it's just mind-boggling for me, and it's, it's really pathetic, honestly. Um, as a basketball fan, I'm very disappointed in that. I expected a lot more from the Rockets, um, and, and, they, and they overpaid Chris Paul like – crazy amounts of money and now Chris Paul is going to be stuck with the Rockets for a while and and you were to and you would think like you see Lou Williams how he's and Patrick Beverly how they're both playing for the Clippers it's going to give you it's going to uh, there's always going to be a what if situation like what if the Rockets in trade for Chris Paul what if Chris Paul didn't get hurt last year like it's just something that's always going to happen with Chris Paul and as a basketball fan I'm disappointed in the Houston Rockets, you you had to do better than that. You can't lose in six. But anyway, the two game sevens that took place were absolutely sensational. Um, again, the first game lowered McCullum. Uh, Jokic had a great game as well. Um, there's nothing you really could do as a Denver Nuggets team. They're a young team, and you can see their inexperience really affect them. Uh, in the playoffs this year in this game seven. They did beat the Spurs in the first round in game seven, but the Trailblazers won 100 to 96. And the game was won from the Trailblazers in the second quarter when they were down 17 points. Denver had the opportunity to put the nail in the conf- coffin, but they chose not to. And Jokic had 29 points, 13 rebounds. Murray couldn't buy a bucket. He had 17 points on 18 shots. That's another thing, efficiency. The Nuggets shot 2 of 19 from 3. The Trailblazers shot 4 of 26 from 3. The teams combined 
for a six. <laughs> wow, a six for 54 three-point shooting night from, from both teams. And you can tell the pressure of Game 7 really got to them. But Portland's going to have to shoot the ball better if they're going to beat Golden State. The second game, the Toronto Raptors defeated the Philadelphia 76ers 92-90. to The game literally came down to the final shot. Kawhi Leonard hit, the, hit a game-winning shot that bounced off the rib four times. Four times. Four times. Yeah, as, I, as I'm yawning as I'm saying that. Four times. And as a Philly sports fan, all I can say is it's karma from the double doinker uh, in the postseason when Cody Parkey missed a game time, the game winning field goal for the Chicago Bears. And I remember Chicago fans yelling 11, 11, 11. But Ben Simmons had 13 points, Embiid had 21 and 11, Butler had 16, Reddick had 17, Harris had 15. Leonard had 41 points on 39 shots. He shot the ball 39 times in the game. Kyle Lowry, 10 points. Siakam, 11. But this is a huge. Ibaka had 17 points off the bench and hit two big three-point shots in the fourth quarter to really help Toronto seize the victory. And the game literally came down to the final play. That game, both offenses were terrible offensively, or both teams were terrible offensively. They did shoot better than the, the Trailblazers and the Nuggets, but it was just terrible execution. And as a Sixers fan, when I saw that shot go in, I was heartbroken. Um, and be crying. I love seeing players show emotion. I love when players – that shows you how hard of work that you had. Like Embiid was gassed. He literally gave it everything he could. And 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 he gave every every ounce of his body. He tried, and when he was crying, what well, that shows is a competitor. And and I think down the road at this loss and this buzzer beater in Game Seven is going to help Joel Embiid become an all time great, and it's going to help Ben Simmons as well. I think both of these players have to play with each other. I think they should play with each other, and I think that once they figure it out, Simmons already said how he wants to expand his game. And then B needs to improve his conditioning. If these two guys figure it out, watch out, folks. It is going to be a scary duo, duo in the NBA. And, and the Sixers will win multiple championships. But Brett Brown obviously is coming back this season. It was just announced today. But I was even saying that after the game, the series was not on Brett Brown. Uh, the series was on Joel Embiid's lack of conditioning and Ben Simmons' lack of aggression when the team needed it most. I blame, I blame this series on Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid because they are the leaders of our team. Brett Brown coached a great game plan. You can say like those three possessions in game seven where it was just dribble handoffs and stuff and no action down low. But the reason why there was no action down low is because Embiid's not is not comfortable down low like that yet. And that and that again comes down to Embiid expanding his game and getting more comfortable. And Bede's more of a finesse player. He needs to be more of a power player. And that's why you didn't see a lot of touches in the low block from Embiid. So as a Sixers fan, the loss, the, the series loss was on Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. They have to step up and they have to play better if order for us to win. Like Simmons had 13 points, but he only took five shots. Like, just let that sink in real quick, folks, as you guys listening to this. Ben Simmons had 13 points on just five shots. That's not good enough. 
I'd rather Ben Simmons go 2 of 20. He needs he needs to be more aggressive and needs to be hungry for the ball more. He needs to be hungry. He needs to eat. <laughs> That's what I say. He needs to eat because that really cost us in this series. If you look at it, Toronto killed the Sixers in the boards game seven. Again, that's due to Embiid's lack of conditioning. You can tell Embiid played 45 minutes, and during those 45 minutes, Embiid looked gassed. He, he looked like he gave it every ounce of his body to play 45 minutes. So next offseason for him, this offseason for him, it's going to be huge. He needs to get in better conditioning. You can't control injuries, but one thing you can control is how, how much in shape you are in. And Ben Simmons got to develop some form of jump shot or be more aggressive attacking the paint. Those are the two things Simmons needs to work on in the offseason, and I believe they will. If they get it done, the Sixers are a finals contender. Now there's questions about Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris. Um, I believe the Sixers will give both these guys a max, and I think everyone will come back next season. Mike Scott has already went up to Coach Brett Brown and the GM, Elton Brand, saying, hey, look, I want to be. I want to stay with this team. I want to re-sign with them, and that's already one person coming back. And the, all the free agency didn't even start yet. So obviously, you know the Trailblazers and Warriors are playing game one tonight. Um, I, I, my prediction: I think the Warriors are going to win even without Kevin Durant. I think their backcourt is better than CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard. So I think that'll be shown in game one uh, of the series. Uh, it's a great time to uh, as a basketball fan. Um, I, I'm, again, upset that the Sixers lost. It was a tough loss. Uh, the curse of the double doinker, that's what I'm going to call it. The curse of the double doinker. Those are that, – that's my big word of the day, double doinker. The curse of the double doinker. And sorry, guys, if I'm yawning and stuff like that. It's been uh, – I had a great workout this morning. And that's another thing for mental health and stuff like that. I'm going to get into mental health uh, sometime this week. I'm going to do two podcasts this week. This week's going to be my sports my sports podcast. This one's my sports podcast. But, um, again, the Raptors advance. They've never been to an NBA Finals. The Bucs have not been to an NBA Finals since 1974. So you have two teams that have not been in it in a long time. LeBron goes out west, and now there's a new king in the east. And uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo is definitely going to be the MVP this year, uh, with his numbers and the way and him being on the best team, record-wise. So that that's great for that's great for him, and and it's great for the Bucks organization. They finally got some buzz now. So those are the biggest takeaways that I've gotten from Game Seven, uh, especially from Embiid and Simmons. The loss is on them. It's not on Brett Brown. But um, the Warriors are a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. That's awfully high for a team that does not have their star in Kevin Durant. What do you guys think? Feel free to call into the station, voice your opinion. You can check out Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and again on the Anchor app. All you have to do is search Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. I'll pop right up. Uh, I'm also going to start doing a mental health podcast as well. I'm going to read a book, and I'm going to narrate the books pretty much and explain the meaning of the book. I'm going to do a couple seasons of that, um, and it should be exciting. I can't wait. So I'm going to have two podcasts, and I have one with my friend John and Pat. So 
Soup Radio is starting to branch out a little bit with this podcasting. But um, the draft ladder, lottery is also up tonight. You have the Knicks, uh, the Knicks, the Cavs, and I believe um, a third team, all have uh, the Suns, have a 14% chance of landing the top pick. And we all know who the top pick is, Zion Williamson. That is going to be an amazing and incredible pickup um, for whoever team gets them. If the Suns get them, they'll have Aiton, Booker, Williams, Williamson, and I'm going blank on the rest. But that's a squad right there. That is a legit squad. And the Suns become a team now. Let them develop this year. By next year, they'll be right on the driver's seat, ready to make the playoffs. But, um, again, as we are transitioning, uh, the Phillies have been taking two from everyone. I'm excited. I'm really excited. They, they have been playing great baseball of late. Bryce Harper continues to struggle, though. He's batting in the in the 220s now, so he needs to find a way to get his average up. He's way better. He's too good of a player to be batting that badly. He leads the majors in multi-strikeout games as well. So that's what my biggest takeaways are from – this whole weekend. But um, as I'm scrolling down, Max Kellerman said the Eagles should trade Embiid. You don't trade Embiid and Simmons yet. You let them play it out this year and see if they have improvements. Once you don't see improvements from them, that's when you consider trading. You can't just trade them now. That's too early and it's too dumb. So that's my honest opinion. But um, as we... Again, continue this podcast. Uh, feel free to subscribe and feel free to check out Super Radio with Josh Sanchez on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Google Play, and on the Anchor app. Just search Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. I'll pop right up. If you guys have any questions, feel free to leave a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Again, that's Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Apple Podcasts. And as a Sixers fan, yeah, I'm still a little upset from the game. You gotta. It's going to take a couple days to fully move on from it. But Kawhi Leonard is just a different dude. He he scored the third most points ever by a player in a playoff series. The two people that scored more were Kareem and Michael Jordan. So that's that's a stat where you have to realize how dominant he was against the Sixers. He killed the Sixers all series long. And it's tough that we're going home, but again, this will be a great learning moment for Embiid and Simmons. But again, hope you guys have a wonderful day. Be safe out there. The weather's supposed to be nice tomorrow. Tomorrow's also my birthday as well. So I have a couple things that I'm looking forward to. But I hope you guys have a wonderful day. And this is Josh signing off.